I'm your host, Veronica Thompson, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Above the Mean, a podcast for individuals actively pursuing their passions and pushing themselves to be better than the standard in order to stand out. So because I've gotten so much positive feedback on my mini solo episodes, I've kind of decided to start doing one once a month, you know, just to kind of talk about whatever notion or idea that is living rent-free inside my head at the moment. For this episode in particular, I want to talk about the idea of coincidences or manifestation. I've had a lot of events happen to me recently that have caused me to question and wonder whether or not they were actually coincidences or just me manifesting or were they really just something else? And in addition to that, I also want to tap into the mindset of positive delusion. What is that? How do you attain it? Let's get into it. So some remarks or questions that I often get are, why do you smile so much, Veronica? Or how are you able to do the things that you do and finesse the way that you do? Because those who know me know I love to finesse. And I don't mean finessing as in like scamming and scheming. I mean just finessing. I I like to finesse my way through life. It's like, I I don't know how to describe finessing. I just feel like, it's a state of being. It's like uh, you get things done and, well, let me think. How would I describe finessing? I guess finessing is when you get by not only with your charm, but a little bit of luck, I guess we'll say. Um, and my short response to those questions are, I'm delusional. And I don't mean delusional like in the traditional sense, the crazy sense. I'm, but I mean, I practice positive delusion because to think that our attitude alone can determine events objectively out of control is indeed crazy and delusional. In fact, it denies the existence of any reality outside our own heads, but that's exactly what I do. I simply full-heartedly believe that things will always work out for the best. Because so far they have for me. Now, don't get it twisted. I have definitely suffered my hardships like anyone else. I'm not this go-happy-go-lucky person all the time. I just am really good at compartmentalizing. I know when I need to get stuff done. And I like to have my own little good cry, typically by myself um I don't I don't show that more vulnerable side I guess to me but these past few months have probably been arguably one of the hardest months that I've ever had to go through in my life just due to personal reasons and things that were out of my control and I'm able to always smile through because Ultimately, I know that it's because of these hardships and these tough times that I know something amazing is around the corner because God only tests you when he's about to bring something great into your life. And 
that's what I believe is happening right now. That's why I believe all these coincidences and events and moments are lining up the way that they are because I 1000% do believe that the universe tests you to make sure that you're ready for the amazing opportunities that they plan to bring your way. And because of that, I always smile because I know that although things may be hard, they can only get better. And things that we thought would happen that don't often happen right away, I genuinely do believe that they're part of a bigger picture. You know, we may not often see it at first glance, but a lot of that has to do with taking that really big leap of faith and knowing that things are going to be okay and everything will eventually work out. I'm able to blindly jump and take that leap of faith because I believe life, God, and the universe will catch me. Because I mean, so far, that's proven to be true. I feel like one of my life mottos or philosophy is just that I kind of not go with the flow, but I just go, you know? I don't really question a lot of things or no I take that back because I do question I am a curious person but I just naturally believe that things will work out and I think it's because I have that positive delusion that things often tend to work out for me you know it goes all the way back to the law of attraction when you put out positivity you're gonna receive that positivity back there was actually a time when I was kind of questioning not only my purpose for myself, but just like my purpose with this podcast. And I felt like I was starting to lose a little bit of steam, lose a little bit of momentum on creating new content and finding guests who I thought were not only interesting, but people who that I genuinely found were inspiring and who were also giving back to the community. And I have a little story time that kind of puts all this into retrospect. So actually about a month ago, my mom sent me a text about a news article talking about this black owned Austin art gallery and how they were doing like a special exhibition for Black History Month, highlighting several different local artists. And it was really cool. And she texted me saying like, hey, you should get this guy like you should get this owner of the gallery and bring him onto your podcast as a guest. Like, I think he would be really interesting for your viewers and I was like yeah yeah for sure like I genuinely really appreciated that my mom be looking out for me you know as she always does but because I feel like she sent that text like really early in the morning I didn't actually read the article that she sent me I was just kind of like yeah yeah thank you mom like I'll get back to it later you know I'll read it check it out later and I never did but However, a week before she sent me that text, I got a DM from my friend who invited me to this party that she was helping co-host. And she was putting this on for 2-22-22. And it was supposed to be celebrating manifestation and just being the most. And I didn't know too much about this event other than that they were having like a dress contest and the winner of that dress contest was going to get uh, work of art because it was actually at an art gallery and so I told my friend naturally yeah I'd love to be there because I love to support people especially my friends and so the day of the event I I'm walking up and I see my friend and I go up to her and I'm like hey congratulations on putting together this amazing party like it looks so cool like I love all the artwork in here it's really interesting 
And she's talking about it, talking about the event. And she goes, yeah, like my co-host, he's one of the few black artists in Austin who own their own gallery. And like something in my head started to turn, started the gear started to click. And I was like, wait a minute, is he doing like this special for Black History Month? And my friend's like, yeah, yeah, his name's Richard, this, that, and the third. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute. My mom actually sent me this article about this guy to be on my podcast as a guest and my friend was just like no way like he's right over here you want me to go introduce you and she does and now I'm just thinking to myself like it just blew my mind like what are the actual odds that the event my friend was co-hosting just so happened to be the gallery that my mom had sent me an article for the day before and my friend's co-host for the party was actually the owner of that art gallery the man that my mom recommended me to interview like that is the universe at work I cannot if that wasn't freaky enough while at the art gallery since I'm not you know balling like that I couldn't really spend any money on any of the beautiful pieces that were there so you know Mia, the next best thing, I see this plant nursery right next to the art gallery because it was an art gallery showing. It was also, they had other vendors there like uh, the plant nursery, um, a few other clothing shops, things like that. And so I walk over to this plant guy. Mind you, as I was walking up to this art gallery event, I was thinking in my head how I really wanted to get a jalapeno plant and a Venus flytrap. Don't ask me why. I just, I really always have thought those plants were so cool. And I was getting ready for the springtime. And I don't know why this was so happened to pop in my head as I was walking to this event. But as I'm walking over to this plant nursery, the first plant that I see that this man is selling is a mother freaking Venus flytrap. I was like, come on, universe. You are giving me sign after sign after sign. Like, what are the coincidences? It just blew my mind. I literally remember calling my mom as I was driving home from the event and just ranting to her about how everything in the universe seemed to be aligning for me today, like that day. And it was just crazy. And it just reaffirmed to me that I was in the right place, the exact place that I needed to be. And I don't know if y'all ever get that feeling, but it feels good. Like it makes you feel like you're on the path that you should be and that you're aligning with your destiny. And I tell this story because it's just one of the many coincidences that have happened to me recently that have caused me to wonder if these things or like if these events or these moments are really just coincidences or if they're my manifestations coming to fruition or are things simply aligning for me because I'm starting to live in my truth. And how do you define your truth? Because your truth comes in so many different forms in so many different ways. Um, Your truth can be found in like the stories that you tell, the things that you like that you don't like from your opinions that you've formed through the things that you've been through. There are often things that inspire you about other people, the challenges that were created for you and that have caused you to resolve certain things. All of these things make up your truth. And the truth is, if you are in any way, shape or form, pretending to be something that you're not, 
you will never become all that you were meant to be. And for so long, I feel like I hid behind this facade of trying to be perfect all the time that I wouldn't speak. I thought that it would be better if I just said nothing because I was too afraid of saying the wrong thing. I was afraid of being imperfect. And once I finally got over that fear, I got over that barrier, life has just opened up for me and in the most beautiful way possible. I'm authentically being myself. Yeah, I say a lot of things wrong. I mess up a lot. And you know what? I've learned to be okay with it because all you can do is grow from it. There's a quote that I love that I heard from a TED Talk. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. That's where positive delusion comes into play. I just tend to look at the world in such a positive way that because I'm always mentally prepared or thinking that things are going to work out or I'm just willing the best opportunity to happen, I think it does. And a really good example of that is just everything that has happened to me this past week for South by Southwest. This was easily by far one of the best South by Southwest that I've been to. I'm going to do a little story time. Rule number one of finessing is always know a guy or know a guy who knows a guy. You know, the Italian way, the New York way. I got a guy who's got a guy. This is why networking is key. For instance, my neighbor, he does like security for a lot of like the music venues here in Austin. And so I was talking to him about South by Southwest and he was like, yeah, like I know all the bouncers. I know everyone. I know the club owners. If there's a venue that you want to go to or a music act you want to see, let me know. And I got you. I was like, bet, say less. And I saw a poster about Little John coming to town for South by Southwest. I was like, do you think you can get me into the Little John concert? He was like, of course, I got you. So I get to the venue that night. I call up my neighbor and I'm like, hey, I'm here. What do I have to do to get in? He's like, all right, hand the phone to the bouncer. I'm going to let him know you're with me. I was like, oh, oh, okay. So you just want me to hand the phone? He was like, yeah, hand the phone. I'll do the talking. I was like, okay. So I walk up, you know, I'm looking all cute or whatever. I smile. The bouncer's like, you got a ticket? I just smile. And I'm like, um, I have someone on the phone who wants to talk to you. I hand him the phone. I guess my neighbor does whatever he does. And the bouncer's like, all right, you, you can go on through. So I was like, bet. All right. First W of the night. So I get up there to the venue and I'm looking around. It's a little early. I came early just because I wanted to make sure I could get in because if not, I could drive my happy ass back home and go back to sitting on my couch watching Netflix. And so since I was able to actually get into the venue, I go upstairs and I'm thinking, all right, maybe I'm going to get a drink. Well, didn't have to pay for that drink because the guy at the bar looks over at me and he was just like, you look so beautiful. Would you like me to buy a drink for you? I was just like, of course. Thank you. Second W of the night. I get my little drink and we're talking, we're chit-chatting, but you know, I didn't want to stick around this guy all night just because he was being a little pushy, a little creepy and 
I just kind of wanted to get out of the situation. So I start this conversation with this group of girls next to me. And they're really cool. They had just moved to Austin not too long ago. So we're chit-chatting, whatever. And out of the corner of my eye, I noticed this man just glaring at me. And I was just kind of like, that's odd. Like, why is he just staring at me? I don't think anything of it. I just keep talking to the girls. But then a couple minutes later, I notice he's called over another guy. And now they're both staring at me. And now I'm kind of looking at them, looking at me like, uh, what's going on here? Why, why are we having a staring contest? And he waves me over and he is like, hey, do you want to get some drinks in the VIP section? As soon as he said VIP, my face lit up and I was like, yeah, of course. Now, I didn't want to leave the girls who I just met just because they were so sweet and so nice and they were talking to me when I had first gotten there. And so, you know, girl code, I asked them, hey, can I bring these two girls with me? And they're just like, yeah, yeah, sure. okay." So the man's walking us back to the VIP section and I see this guy chilling, looking all cool with his sunglasses on, just sitting by himself. And I'm like, wait, is that who I think it is? The man turns to me and goes, okay, I'm going to introduce you to little John right now. My smile gets so wide and I step into the VIP section and I introduce myself. So once we introduce ourselves, the guy asks us if we want a drink and he starts making us some like tequila cranberry. I don't know. And we're just chilling, having a good time. And we start dancing, reviving to the music. And as some time goes on, they invite more girls to come backstage. However... As soon as they get there, a lot of those girls will start instantly taking pictures and doing flash photography and kind of just drinking the bottles and not really and really just kind of doing the most. And so when you start doing flash photography, chances are you're going to get kicked out of the section because that's exactly what happened to those girls who did. If you come into a VIP section Do not try taking pictures within the first five seconds of being there because that is the quickest way for you to get kicked out. And so for the rest of the night, I'm just chilling with the girls, the girls that I had brought. And I noticed little John just sitting by himself. And I have this brief little moment of bravery where I'm just like, I'm going to go up and talk to him. So I get up and I go walk over and I sit down next to him and I'm just like, hey, like, How long have you been in Austin for? You know, just making the most awkward, random small talk possible. I mean, it worked because we started talking and we had a genuine conversation just about like my podcasting and music. And at the end of it, I asked him like, hey, is it okay if I take a picture with you? And he just goes, yeah. (laughs) Okay, no, he didn't say like that, but he was just like, yeah, for sure. And so I get one of the girls snap a little picture and It was really, honestly, the whole night was really, really cool. Like, I met a lot of nice people, interesting people who were from, like, L.A. and all over who were just had come down for South by Southwest. And it was really cool to get to see the show from right there in the VIP section because it's right next to the stage, so you're, like, so close. But it's funny because before the night even started, as I was actually getting ready for this concert, I knew something was going to happen like I just knew it in my head I I full-heartedly believed as I was walking up to that concert that I was going to meet little John I just had I I had the mindset I had the positive delusion that I was going to be invited backstage I was going to get to meet little John and I was going to have an amazing night 
There was not a single doubt in my mind that that wasn't going to happen. And I think it's because of that positive delusion, like that willpower, that positive thinking that I set things into motion with the universe for that exact outcome to happen. And this brings me to my main discussion that I want to talk about in this episode, which is how to be positively delusional. You know, I feel like oftentimes people think being delusional is a bad thing, but it's because of those out of the box thinkers, those crazy dreams, those crazy thoughts and notions that many people think won't happen. It's the people who do believe in those delusions, who do think that the impossible is possible, are the ones who are able to get the most out of life and get the most out of new opportunities because their mind is already so open. There are five steps to positive delusion. The first is speak it to existence. And I feel like that goes hand in hand with manifestation. Words have power. And when you speak those words out into the universe and you speak them into existence, you're giving them life. You're giving them the breath that they need to come to fruition, to become reality. The second step, which is something that I'm still kind of working on, I don't really do too often, is to plan it. Determine how long you want this vision to be. Do you want this vision to come true within a week? within a month, within a few months, like have a realistic timeline for this goal. The third step is ask questions. Be curious, be intrigued by what's going on around you and be open to new ideas, new opportunities, new notions. Like don't stay stagnant in one simple thought or notion. The fourth step is Prepare for rejection because sometimes your thoughts and dreams may not work out just how you imagine them to. But that's okay because I believe that rejection is a massive test of one's character. If you're able to handle these rocky trial periods and maintain a positive attitude and learn from it rather than to sulk in the negativity your testimony is going to be that much stronger and that much better. And the fifth step is simply to believe in yourself. Be proud of all that you've accomplished so far and just know that you're already doing more than you know. You're doing more than the masses because you're actually doing rather than just being a bystander and watching. If my little John story and my art gallery story weren't enough. There was another incident during South by Southwest where I had a friend text me in the middle of the day and he was like, hey, do you want to do some South by Southwest activities with me? And I was like, yeah, for sure I'm down, but I don't know what's going on. Um, I hadn't really been keeping up with the schedule, so I don't know what events are going on, what time, things like that. And so my friend sends me like this link to this website that has all the free events listed for South by Southwest. And it's categorized them by date, time, whether they had free drinks, free food. It was like the world's most organized schedule. And as I was scrolling through it and looking through the different events that were going on for that particular day, I saw an event about a networking event for a podcast host. And so 
as a newfound podcast host, naturally I was like, I should definitely go to this. And so I asked my friend if he wants to go with me and he's like, yes. And so we go and we have a good time. It was my first event for South by Southwest that week. And as we're walking up to the second floor of the event, and as we're at the event, I quickly get a glance at a guy in this corner talking to someone else. And his back's turned to me, but for some reason, I feel like I know this guy. Like, I can't, I can't even see his face. I can only see the back of his head. And I'm just like, I know this. I know this man. And it's bugging me trying to figure out how I know him. And all of a sudden, a light bulb moment happens. And I realize that it's Kiki from the reality show 20-something in Austin. It's funny because this was actually the reality show that I auditioned for that led me to creating this podcast, actually. In my audition tape, I talk about how I want to start a podcast and all this stuff. Long story short, I didn't get the reality show, but I got the podcast instead. And so I'm kind of trying to stay in the same area as him because I really want to go up and talk to him. And as he finishes his conversation with the person he was talking to, we make eye contact and he smiles at me. And I just kind of walk up to him and I'm just like, hey, like, you're Kiki, right? And he's just like, yeah, like, how are you? Like, we start talking and I find out that he's actually creating his own podcast with one of the other stars from the reality show. And we start talking about that. And he gives me the statistic about how most podcasts tend to stop after the eighth episode. And so if you keep going past that, your podcast has a higher chance of you have a higher chance of actually sticking with your podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to say we have beat the statistic. This is episode 21 of Above the Mean. But it's funny that I ran into him because for my mood board for 2022 that I have for my podcast, I actually wrote him down as a future guest. And as we were talking, I was telling him about this um, episode idea I have with for him. And it was just so cool that I ran into him the way that I did because literally the day before that networking event, I had seen on his story that he was out and about doing South by Southwest things. And I said out loud that I was going to meet him. I knew I was going to meet him. And lo and behold, the next day, I meet him. I meet him at a networking event for podcasting. And... I say all this just to say that being positively delusional is working for me. And I think it will work for you too because when you let go of just trying to do what you think others want you to do and start actually living for yourself and start not only living your truth but aligning with what the universe has in store for you, you'll be surprised at the amount of doors and at the amount of opportunities that just start coming your way because you're finally on your path to being you and on your path to pursuing your passion. Now, I don't know what the universe fully has in store for me, but I know that I feel like I'm working towards it right now actively. And I think a lot of that has to do with I have the most amazing friends and family who continuously uplift me 
and remind me of all the strengths that I have and they're really helping to add to my cup rather than take away. And what I mean by that is be aware of the people and things that help add to your life and fill up your cup with joy and excitement and just fill you up rather than leave you drained. Well, I feel like I've rambled on long enough for this mini solo episode. I hope you found my stories helpful and that you're going to try to embrace the mindset of positive delusion, but also to trust in the universe, trust the process, because trust me when I say the universe is constantly sending you signs, and it's up to you if you want to see and really truly embrace them and be ready for whatever it is that they mean. Next week, I'll be starting a new series. It's only going to be two episodes, but... They revolve around strong women entrepreneurs who have made a career teaching people or educating people rather about sex. And it's really interesting. I honestly don't want to give too much away. So I'm just going to leave it at that for now. With that being said, I hope you like this episode. Please make sure to comment and subscribe and leave a message on our latest Instagram post. I would really love to hear from you guys and hear your feedback. You already know I'll be uploading new episodes every Tuesday morning. And as always, remember, don't settle for average. Rise above the mean and stand out.